Hey, fam. Hello, 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 family. I'm coming here with a word from the Lord, okay? We going, we going a lot of places in this word, okay? In the mighty name of Jesus. But first, we're going to start off with a prayer. Hallelujah, because I'm, I'm already feeling it. Hallelujah, but I want to welcome the Holy Spirit in. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you. Hallelujah. I thank you for who you are, Father. I thank you because you are Yahweh. I thank you, Father, because you are my, our protector. You are our refuge, Father, and I thank you. I honor you and I praise you, Lord. You are a strong man. Hallelujah. There's no other God like you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, only you can beat the grave, Father. Hallelujah. Only you can beat death, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are the true and living God, Lord. Hallelujah. And I thank you. I thank you for sh- showing yourself to each one of your children. I thank you, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, I'm thanking you for this season of breakthrough, this season of suddenly, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. As this word goes forth, Father, I pray that you use my vessel. Hallelujah. I invite you in, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I pray that you become greater and greater, Father, and I become less and less. Hallelujah. So I can bring you much glory, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray that each one of your children get a breakthrough today in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that they each take something back. Father, from what you are pouring into my vessel, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, and we severing any foul spirit, any lying tongue that tries to come up against this word, I sever you at the root in the mighty name of Jesus, and I command you to flee in the mighty name of Jesus right now by the power of God in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Family, I told you I'm feeling it. (laughs) I'm feeling it. Hallelujah. The Lord told me, he said, I'm canceling debts. He said, I'm canceling debts. And I said, Lord, how does this go with this word? How does this go with this word that you gave me? You canceling debts. Y'all, he done led me to Matthew 18. So that's where we going, family. We going to Matthew 18 because he is so worthy. When I tell you there's no other God like mine, there is no other God like mine. Ain't no God like the God I got. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He are God, but right now, listen, I got to bring him much glory. Hallelujah. Because he is the true and living. I'm feeling it. (laughs) I am feeling it because guess what? No weapon formed against me shall prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus. I be seeing these little weak weapons forming, but they can't come up against my God. Because he that lives in me is greater than he that lives in the world. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I can testify to that. Who? My God is a strong man. Hallelujah. He is so good. He is so good, Joel. I'm going to try to calm down. But I got to give my father the glory because he do it for me. Hallelujah. He do it for me. In the mighty name of Jesus. Who? Let's go down to uh, verse 20. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let's go down to verse 21. I'm sorry. I'm breathing out of breath. I just got done working out. Listen, the Lord, he be just showing me the impossible. When I be working out, he be just like, look at these giants falling. Hallelujah. I be seeing Goliaths fall in the mighty name of Jesus. All they got is a lie. All that giant got is a lie. That's it. That's it. That's all. <laughs> the enemy's only weapon is a lie. 
<laughs> the truth's not in him. He can't tell the truth. He cannot completely tell the truth. He'll give you a little bit to make you question it, but he he, mm-mm, mm-mm, he can't tell you the truth. It ain't in him. He ain't bred like that. He ain't bred to tell the truth. So um, let's go. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone who sins against me? Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven can be compared to a king who decided to bring his accounts up to date, the servants who had borrowed money from him. In the process, one of his debtors was bought and who owed him millions of dollars. He couldn't pay, so his masters ordered that he be sold, along with his wife, his children, and everything he owned to pay the debt. But the man fell down before his master and begged him, please be patient with me and I will pay it all. Then his master was filled with pity for him and he released him and forgave his debt. But when the man left the king, he went to a fellow servant who owed him a few thousand dollars. He grabbed him by the throat and demanded instant payment. His fellow servant fell down before him and begged for a little more time. Be patient with me and I will pay it, he pleaded. But his creditor wouldn't wait. He had the man arrested and put in prison until the debt could be paid in full. When some of the other servants saw this, they were very upset. They went to the king and told him everything that had happened. Then the king called and the man he had forgiven and said, you evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servants just as I had mercy on you? Then the angry king sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. That's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart. Hallelujah. The Lord said he's canceling debts. Hallelujah. He has heard the prayers of the righteous. They have availed much. And he says, I'm canceling the debts. Hallelujah. Your sins are forgiven. Go in peace, my child, says the Lord. That's what the Lord is saying, Father. And then, look, I'm about to pray. I'm about to pray. I'm about to worship. But I got to get this out. Listen, that is what the Father is saying. Your sins are forgiven, my child. Hallelujah. He be telling me, somebody likes to be called beloved. So he's telling me to tell you, your sins have been forgiven beloved hallelujah in the mighty name of jesus hallelujah and family it's gonna be a, a terrible day for the evil servants that will that that oppress the workers who keep on doing evil after the lord has forgiven them hallelujah hallelujah He says, that's what my heavenly father will do to you if you refuse to forgive your brothers and sisters from your heart If you do not release people, because this is the time where captives and prisoners will be released. Hallelujah. But if you don't release, if you don't release, I'm sorry, I got my fan on. It'd be hot. I'm sorry. If um, I'm sorry, I just peeped it was on. If you don't release anybody that you got in your heart, where it's bitterness, rage, anger, envy, jealousy, it's not going to be a good day because you're, you're going to listen. You see how when the evil, the evil servant was doing everything and the, the prayers of the righteous was availing much. Do you see how when all of that was happening? What happened to the evil servant? And it says, 
Um, then the king called in the man he had forgiven and said, you evil servant, I forgave you that tremendous debt because you pleaded with me. Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant just as I had had mercy on you? Then the angry king set, sent the man to prison to be tortured until he had paid his entire debt. And that's what the Lord is doing, family. He is doing that in this hour okay because the lord this is going to be a little bit all over the place but it's all going to come together by the power of god because i've been sitting on this uh word for like a week now and the lord i've been waiting for the lord to say go ahead and release it and today is the day family hallelujah so i want to take you to um jeremiah he is so good Mm-mm-mm. He is so good, Jewel. I just love him. Like, as soon as I stop talking, all I can think about is Jesus. Whoo, hallelujah. It says, the Lord gave me another message. He said, do not get married or have children in this place. For this is what the Lord says about the children born here in this city and about their mothers and fathers. They will die from terrible diseases. No one will mourn for them or bury them. And they will be scattered on the ground like manure. They will die from war and famine and their bodies will be food for the vultures and wild animals. And the Lord, he was, he was, he, when he, when I was reading this, he placed it into my spirit. Do you see how it says in this place? The Lord is telling somebody, he said, I've warned you before. And, and this is just, this is the second confirmation. I believe that, that in the mighty name of Jesus, that you have been warned. The Lord is telling you not to settle. Don't settle for that person here. He is saying, don't settle for that person right there. Don't do it. I've warned you, my child. They want to turn your heart away from me. Hallelujah hallelujah don't have children with these people because you are called to train a child up in my ways hallelujah because the bible says train a child up in a way and when he get older he will not depart from it hallelujah and the lord is saying you cannot do that i need i need godly children from your godly union hallelujah the children that i give you are blessings says the lord they are blessings they are minds but i'm giving them to you don't settle here. He says this land is a wicked land. He has better for you. He has someone in the kingdom for you, says the Lord. He says that's why you have no peace. You have no peace because you have been warned about this before. Hallelujah. He's hallelujah. He's saying for somebody, stop searching. He says, stop searching. I already have the person preordained for you. Stop searching. I know who it is. Just follow me. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything else will be added on to you. The Lord is saying, follow me. I already have everything lined up. You don't have to go search for nothing. I already have it for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He is so good, y'all. Um, I want to take you to, um, hold on. Let's go to Deuteronomy. Hold on. I got to find the one that I'm, I want y'all to go to. It's Deuteronomy chapter 7. Hold on. 
Hold on, family. My bad, family. It's Deuteronomy 11. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. Listen. Let's go down to verse 19. And it says... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go up to verse 18. So commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these words of mine. Tie them to your hand and wear them on your forehead as reminders. Teach them to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road, when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. Write them on the doorpost of your house and on your gates so that as long as the sky remains above the earth, you and your children may flourish in the land the Lord swore to give their ancestors. Be careful to obey all these commands I am giving you. Show love to the Lord your God by walking in his ways and holding tightly to him. Then the Lord will drive out all the nations ahead of you. Through that, though they are much greater and stronger than you are, and you will take over their land, wherever you set foot, the land will be yours. Your frontiers will stretch from the wilderness in the south to Lebanon in the north, and from the Euphrates River in the east and the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you, for the Lord your God will cause the people to fear you, to fear and dread you, as he promised, wherever you go in the whole land. Look, today I am giving you a choice between a blessing and a curse. You will be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today. But you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from him and worship God you have not known before. Hallelujah. Family, the Lord is saying, I am, I, right now, the Lord is an open heavens. The Lord is speaking to his bride and he's telling you, listen, listen, today you have a choice between a blessing and a curse. I have brought this to you before, says the Lord. I've brought this to you before. These people want to turn your heart away from me. They want you to go and serve these false gods. These guys that you have never known before. They want to turn your heart from me, says the Lord. Hallelujah. It says... It says, look, today I'm giving you the choice between blessings and a curse. You will be blessed if you obey the commands of the Lord your God that I am giving you today. But you will be cursed if you reject the commands of the Lord your God and turn away from him and worship gods you have not known before. Hallelujah. I want to take you to another scripture. Give me one second. Okay, fam. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 3. And it says, um, hold on, let me get the right. You must not intermarry with them. Do not let your daughters and sons marry their sons and daughters, for they will lead your children away from me to worship other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will burn against you, and he will quickly destroy you. This is what you must do. You must break down their pagan altars and shatter their sacred pillars, cut down their Assyrian poles, and burn their idols. For you are a holy people who belong to the Lord your God of all the people on the earth. The Lord your God has chosen you to be his own special treasure. The Lord did not set his heart on you and choose you because you were numerous than the other nations. For you were the smallest of all nations. Rather, it was simply that the Lord loves you and he was keeping the oath he had sworn to your ancestors. 
Hallelujah. And, and the Lord, that's where he's saying, like, do not intermarry with these people in this place. He's talking about with these people of this world. They want to turn your heart from me. They want you to worship these worldly idols, these foreign gods you've never even heard of. They want to turn your heart from the Lord. And that's why he has been warning you. He's like, listen. You have a, a a choice today between a blessing and a curse. If you choose the curse, you will be destroyed. It's a choice that has to be made. Hallelujah. Let's um go back to Jeremiah 16. And it says, Judah's coming punishment. This is what the Lord says. Do not go to the funerals to mourn and show sympathy for these people. For I have removed my protection and peace from them. Mm. I have taken away my unfailing love and my mercy. Both the great and lowly will die in this land. No one will bury them or mourn for them. Their friends will not cut themselves in sorrow or shave their heads in sadness. No one will offer a meal to comfort those who mourn for the dead. Not even at death, at the death of a mother or father. No one will send a cup of wine to console them. And do not go to their feasts and parties. Do not eat and drink with them at all. For this is what the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says, in your own lifetime, before your very eyes, I will put an end to the happy singing and laughter in this land. Hallelujah. Remember, we were just reading in Matthew 18 about how the judge went once the, the evil servant threw the one in jail. And then he ended up ending in prison and he was in prison being tortured. Until he paid his debt in full. Listen, the Lord is canceling debt, but don't be like the evil servant. Your debt is canceled, says the Lord, but don't be like that evil servant. Because you will be thrown into prison and you will be tortured until your debt is paid in full. I will put an end to the happy singing and laughter in this land. The joyful voices of bridegrooms and brides will no longer be heard. When you tell the people all these things, they will ask, why has the Lord decreed such terrible things against us? What have we done to deserve such treatment? What is our sins against the Lord our God? Then you will give them the Lord's reply. It is because your ancestors were unfaithful to me. They worship other gods and serve them. They abandoned me and did not want to... Did not obey my word. And you are even worse than your ancestors. You stubbornly father your, follow your own evil desires and refuse to listen to me. So I will throw you out of this land and send you into a foreign land where you and your ancestors have never been. There you can worship idols day and night and I will grant you no favors. The Lord said, he said he is removing his protection, his peace and his unfailing love from these people. Because these are wicked people. These people in the world, they are wicked people. The Lord, he's saying this in his word. There's a choice. Are you going to choose a blessing or are you going to choose the curse? But the time is coming. Listen, I just, this just fell into my spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord is saying, even following the customs of this world, being unforgiving, not excusing another person's debt. 
not following him, not denying yourself. These are things. Don't just think that this is just for somebody about intermarrying. The Lord is saying, if you want to conform to this world, you will be destroyed like the people in this world. It's a t- it's time to make a choice. Once you know, you you know, you know. Once the Lord, he tells you something, that's it. There's no excuse because he told you. So when the stri- when disaster strikes, he told you. It's a choice that has to be made. Go to your father in prayer. Pause this. Listen, because you going to your father in prayer is more important than you finishing this. You can hit play on this when you get done praying. But you need to get on your knees and you need to repent to your father and ask him to show you what's in your heart and give you a new heart. Make you a new person. Hallelujah. Tell him to destroy the wickedness that's inside of you. Tell him to take these wicked words, these wicked thoughts out of your mind. Tell him to teach you how to be forgiven. Ask him how how to not conform to this world. Go talk to the Lord about that. And then hit play when you're done. You know your sister still won't be here. But the time is coming, says the Lord. When people who are, listen, mm, that's a word. Do you hear how I say, yes, sis, always going to be here? Hold up. Because that is exactly so. You can hit pause. And you know when you hit play again, this going to keep on going. But listen, you can't hit no pause button in life. You can't hit no pause button when Jesus coming back. He coming back without with a bride, without a spot, speckle, or wrinkle. Do you hear me? There ain't no hitting pause. When he when when the Lord comes, there's no hitting pause. There's no other chances. He listen, if you want to do wicked things and you think I got time, don't be like that five foolish uh bridesmaids now. Because you see, the 10, they had enough oil, but the other five, they ain't had enough. Don't be like that. You go get filled with the oil. You ask the Lord to give you the oil so you can so you can go into the banquet. Hallelujah. But the time is coming, says the Lord, when people who are taking an oath will no longer say, as surely as the Lord lives, who rescued the people of Israel from the land of Egypt. Instead, they will say, as surely as the Lord lives, who brought the people of Israel back to their own land from the land of the north and from the countries to which he had exiled them. For I will bring them back to this land that I gave their ancestors. But now I am sending for many fishermen who will catch them, says the Lord. (laughs) listen the harvest is ripe but the workers are few okay pray to the lord ask him to send more workers out in the field do you get me you catch what i'm saying I am sending for hunters who will hunt them down in the mountains, hills, and caves. I am watching them closely, and I see every sin. They cannot hope to hide from me. I will double their punishment for all all their sins because they have defiled my land with lifeless images of their detestable gods and have filled my territory with their evil deeds. Mm. Mm. You see how it even says hope despite the disaster? It's about to be disaster. Disaster. Do you hear me? Ask the Lord. Ask the 
the Lord yourself. Don't just listen to me. Ask the Lord yourself. Because listen, shall you not perceive it? Hallelujah. It's somebody on here listening right now. And, and the Lord is saying, you listen to so many other voices that you can't even hear mine. He's saying, when I want to talk to you, you don't want to hear it. But you want people that you want to listen to people tell you about me when I'm here to talk to you, says the Lord. Talk to me. I'm here. Hallelujah. He says, stop coveting. Stop coveting these people gifts and spend time with me so I can reveal your gifts, says the Lord. I love them no more than you, says the Lord. But you're looking for me in all the wrong places. And I am right here, says the Lord. And it says, we have verse 19. Lord, you are my strength and my fortress, my refuge in the day of trouble. Nations from around the world will come to you and say, our ancestors left us a foolish heritage for they worship worthless idols. Family, I don't know how long we've been talking about this. People will be dropping their false gods and be like, we done been bamboozled. We done been deceived. People going to be jetting into the kingdom. Did you not just read what the Lord said he's removing? He's removing his protection from these people. This is happening. Can people make their own God? These are not real gods at all. The Lord says, now I will show them my power. Now I will show them my might. At last, they will know and understand that I am the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, at last, they will know that I am the Lord. He is getting ready to show people. Because people been acting like for so long. Oh, people been saying, Jesus is coming back. Jesus is coming back. We don't stand. You won't be doing wicked things with your wicked friends. And the Lord is saying, I'm about to show you that I'm Lord. Hallelujah. You're going to know that it's I, the Lord who has spoken. Hallelujah. That's what he's saying. That's that's what he's saying. He don't got to prove himself to nobody. How the creator got to prove, prove to the creation what he about to do. Man cannot live. Like, that's the thing we got to get our head. We cannot live by bread alone, for real. We need God for everything. Listen, if we really thank God for everything, all we will be doing is saying thank you all day. Because we cannot live by just what we think. We be thinking. We be thinking that we got, it's our life and it's this and it's that. No. Mm-mm. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm praying for even the ones that you are removing your peace and protection and your unfailing love from, Father. I'm praying that that still have mercy, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Please, Lord, allow them to have mercy by the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, the Lord, he, he don't even want to punish the wicked. He just wants the wicked to stop being wicked. That's all he wants is for people to stop being wicked. But it's just some people who's not going to do that. Like obviously you know it's just some people that's not going to stop being wicked. Their heart is too hard to stop. Now I say it ain't nothing too hard for the Lord. I'm not saying that. But it's people that want to be blotted out of the land's book of life. Like it, it, like, and I'm not speaking that over nobody, but listen, it's just some people. He's saying it. He's saying it. 
I'm not saying that God can't do it, but let's say it together. Let God do it. That's all your sister's saying. But let's, hold on. Let's go back up. He says, Don't, do not go to the funerals to mourn and show sympathy for these people, for I have removed my protection and peace from them. I have taken away my unfailing love and my mercy. Mm. The only thing to do as a father of Christ is to still ask for mercy for these people. But when the Lord decrees a thing, it is so. So I'm praying that whoever this word is touching and you feel the spirit convicting you, I'm praying that you just allow the Lord to soften your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. Stop fighting up against God. Surrender your life to God. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, repent for your sins. Hallelujah. Confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Ask him to make you a new person. Hallelujah. While there's still time. Listen, you got to understand something. The Lord, he's still, he's so good because God don't operate in time, but he still gives us time to get it right with him. That is a gift. He is giving you right now to give your life to him. Stop fighting up against him. Fall to your knees and repent right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I'm severing, I'm binding, and I'm casting down any foul spirit around you that will say otherwise. Any any little ounce of doubt, I sever you at the root right now by the power of God in the name of Jesus. Set them free today in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We live, we see this world, right? And it's so wicked. It's so wicked. And that's with God's peace and protection, with his unfailing love still around you. Certain things still happen so you can see that wicked does exist, you know? Because we have the knowledge between good and evil. But can you imagine if the Lord takes his peace, mercy, and unfailing love and his protection away from you? Can you imagine? Give your life to Jesus today. All that call on the name of the Lord will be saved. You will not be disgraced by calling on the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. But you shall receive the unfailing love. But you got to call on the name of the Lord to be saved. Listen, go for whoever this is, go to, um, give your sister a second. And yes, I'm your sis. We all got the same father, okay? <laughs> well, unless you know somebody, daddy, the, the enemy, then we don't got the same father. But if your father, Jesus, we got the same father, you, y'all. That's why we family. <laughs> but go to um Romans 10 and start at verse 9. Hallelujah. I like to read the NLT, but there's a plethora of versions that you can read. Go and read that okay hallelujah but now i digress let's go to um (laughs) let's go to psalms 91 okay 
Because this is even a good one if you just read Romans 10. Say if you pause this and you just read Romans 10 starting at verse 9 real quick. Psalms 91, that's 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 the sign of protection. Hallelujah. And this is what you get in the kingdom. But if you choose to do worldly things, if you choose to be in this world, this psalm don't stand for you. So let's just read it. Let's just read it. Because you, you got to call on the name of the Lord to be able to please Psalm 91. Like, I don't understand how you could even please Psalm 91 if you don't call on the name of the Lord. But it says, those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust in him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. Family, there go the disease again. I got to um take you to another scripture in a second. Because I don't know, family, listen, the Lord, I'm not going to sit here and I got every answer, but the Lord gives me a peace that he tells me to bring to y'all. Hallelujah. And that's what I do. But it's up to you to go pray to the father and get your peace. Hallelujah. You get what I'm saying? Double portion. You can get a piece of a piece of the word and peace, you know, peace in the mind, peace in the body. But Hallelujah. He will protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the narrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in the darkness, nor the disaster that strikes at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though 10,000 are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Hallelujah. Didn't we just, the Lord just said, don't mourn for these people. These people's mothers and fathers, they like people ain't even going to go to their mother and father's funerals. Don't mourn for these people. Hallelujah. And you see how right here it says, throw a thousand fall at your side. Though ten thousands are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Do you see he's talking about when he moves his hand of protection off of people? People who don't want to call on the name of Lord, on the Lord. Those evils will touch them because they will not call on the name of the Lord to be saved. They will not say Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus save me. They will not say that. It says, just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. Just open your eyes. Look around and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home. For he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hand so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras and you will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. He says, when they call on me, I will answer. When they call on me, I will answer, says the Lord. Because all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Do you see what's written in Jeremiah 16? It said hope, even in disaster. It didn't say exactly, I'm paraphrasing, but hope in disaster. There's still hope. There's still time. He's still giving you time. 
He's still giving you time. He says, I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. He says, I will rescue and honor them. I will be with you in trouble. Hallelujah. Give your sis a second. Hold on. Okay, fam. We're going to go to Deuteronomy 7. But, um... The first thing I want to pull out of this, because you can go, we read this a plethora of times, but you can read this again, but it's just some things that I want to pull out to you. When he's, another thing about do not let your daughters and sons marry, oh, not that one. Okay, yeah. Do not let do not let your daughters and sons marry their sons and daughters, for they will lead your children away from me to worship other gods. And when I was, when the Lord first was bringing this word to me, he said, schools are trying to conform your children. And then he brought me to Proverbs 22, verse six. And then he says, um, they want to silence the parents because you, you know, let's go to Proverbs 22 real quick. Let's go down to verse six. Direct your children unto the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. Do you see where it says on the right path? We are called to direct our kids to the right path. Hallelujah. But these children, these, these schools are trying to indoctrinate the children into the worldly path. You get what I'm saying? And they're trying to silence the voice of parents. Hallelujah. And if you watch, if you're watching the news, you already perceive it. But the Lord, he had told me to bring it to your attention in this episode. So the Lord will give you directions on what you need to do for your particular situation. I am not God. I just have a piece of it. You go get your piece. Okay. In the mighty name of Jesus. But he also gave me some um, other scriptures on um, training your children up. But you know, the younger you can get them, the better, because if they can give these false doctrines to children at a young age, they're, they're not going to leave it when they get older from it. You get what I'm saying? They're going to think that it's right. But if you, you are called to train your child up in the right way, let them know the decrees and the commands of the Lord. Do you get what I'm saying? Go to go add that to your prayer list. Lord, what do I need to do? Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go back to Deuteronomy 7 because there's something else I want to pull out from that was from Gen, um, Jeremiah 16. And it says, let's go to verse 15. And the Lord will protect you from all sicknesses. He will not let you suffer from the terrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all your enemies. Hallelujah. The, the Lord just said, do not mourn for these people. Correct? Did he not say, don't mourn, do not mourn for these people? Let's go back real quick to Jeremiah 16 because I want to get it all the way correct. And it says, do not go to funerals to mourn and show sympathy for these people for I have removed my protection and peace from them I have taken away my unfailing love and my mercy both great and lowly will die in this land no one will bury them or mourn for them for their friends will not cut themselves in sorrow or shave their heads in sadness no one will offer a meal to comfort those who mourn for the dead not even at the death of a mother or a father no one will send a cup of wine to console them and do not go to their feast and parties do not eat and drink with them at all hold on let's go down let's go to 
Um, hold on, let's go down. Hold on, It's, okay, let's just keep on reading verse 9. For This is what the Lord of Heaven's armies, the God of Israel says. In your own lifetime, before your very eyes, I will put an end to the happy singing and laughter in this land. The joyful voices of bridegrooms and brides will no longer be heard. When you tell the people all these things, they will ask, why has the Lord decreed such terrible things against us? What have we done to deserve such treatment? He says he's putting an end to the happy singing. So that takes us back to Deuteronomy 7. Let's go back. Let's go down to verse. Let's go back to verse 15. And the Lord will protect you from all sicknesses. He will not let you suffer from the terrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he will inflict them on all your enemies. But he will, he will inflict them on all your enemies. Hallelujah. Let's go down to, um, let's just keep going. You must destroy all the nations. The Lord, your God hands over to you. Show them no mercy and do not worship their gods or they will trap you. Family, always follow the spirit. Don't in your own human mind be like, okay, now I got to show no mercy. Bad. You ask the Lord when he, when he places people in front of you, ask him how he wants you to handle it. His vengeance belongs to the Lord. So you got to seek him in the mighty name of Jesus. It says, um, show them no mercy and do not worship their gods or they will trap you. Perhaps you think to yourselves, how can we ever conquer these nations that are so much more powerful than we are? But don't be afraid of them. Just remember what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all the land of Egypt. Remember the great terrors the Lord your God sent against them. You saw it all with your own eyes. And remember the miraculous signs and wonders and the strong hand and powerful arm with which he brought you out of Egypt. The Lord your God will use the same power against all the people you fear. And then the Lord your God will send terror to drive out the few survivors still hiding from you. No, do not be afraid of those nations for the Lord your God is among you and he is a great and awesome God. The Lord your God will drive those nations out ahead of you little by little. You will not clear you will not clear them all at once. Otherwise the wild animals will multiply too quickly for you. But the Lord your God will hand them over to you. He will throw them into complete confusion until they are destroyed. He will put their kings in in your power and you will erase the names from the face of the earth. You erase their names from the face of the earth. No one will be able to stand against you and you will no one will be able to stand against you and you will destroy them all. You must burn their idols in fire and you must not covet the silver and gold that comes from them. You must not take it or become or it will become a trap to you for it is detestable to the Lord your God do not bring any detestable objects into your home for then you will be destroyed just like them you must utterly detest such things for they are set apart for destruction family the Lord he's sharing his glory he's sharing his glory with his children and this is the time where the Lord is going to place 
He's, certain things are going to be placed in front of you. And you go back to the Lord and be like, Lord, how do you want me to handle this? How do you want me to do this? You're going to see enemies begin to come back. Don't get into your feelings. Hallelujah. I repeat, do not get into your feelings when people start, when these, when these people try to come back. But you say, Lord, how do I handle this? Right? Because we wrestle not with, against flesh and blood. How do I handle this, Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Family, um, I'm going to give you just a couple Bible verses for, you know, your children. And you can just go and read this. So, as Isaiah 54, verse 13, Deuteronomy 6, um, 6 to 7. Verses 6 to 7. Um... Psalms 127, verse 3, 2 Timothy 3, verse 14 and 15, and Matthew 19, verse 15, no, verse 13 and 15. And also you can, you know, we said before, Proverbs 22, verse 6. And those are just like some, you can, the Lord, listen, the whole Bible is a word, okay? The whole Bible. (laughs) But family, I love y'all so, 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 so much. Most importantly, let's say it together. Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Family, I just pray that you choose the blessing. Hallelujah. Don't settle. Don't settle for something that's temporary when God got something eternal for you. Do you hear me? He got something eternal for you. (laughs) Okay, family. Always go back to the Father. When it's people, you got to ask the Lord, Lord, who do I have mercy on? Lord, who do I don't have mercy on? You got to ask the Lord these things, okay? You're not living this life by yourself, but it's for Christ that you live. So he he got you, okay? So family, I love y'all so much. Most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.